know, we may not all agree on the best candidate for president, but I think we can agree on this. We are all ready for this election to be over. Anybody? <laughs> we can also agree on this. No matter who is elected this Tuesday, Jesus is still king. Jesus is still on the throne. God is still sovereign. He has a plan. He has a plan. I've wrestled with how to start this prayer time and what to say, really more what not to say. Believe me. I'm going to be showing a lot of restraint. One of my favorite quotes is by Andy Stanley, and he says, Do you want to make a point, or do you want to make a difference? Do you want to make a point? Do you want to make a difference? I see a lot of pastors on my social media, some that I know very well, some that I don't, and they're making a lot of points. I see them making fun of, denigrating the other side, whatever that is, both sides, in, 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 in supporting one candidate or the, or the other, making a lot of points. And see, in doing so, they've, I feel like they've alienated themselves from half the population. They've removed the possibility of ever being able to speak into the lives of people who may have a different opinion. They've removed the possibility of making a difference in their lives. They've made their point. And there's proof. Because their churches look just like them. They're more interested in making a point in that moment than making a difference in the long run. Folks, look at me. You may disagree and it's okay, but I'm just not willing to do that. Because when I read and study about Jesus, my Lord, that's not how he operated. The Pharisees, the Sadducees, the teachers of the law, the scribes, they were constantly trying to bait him trying to get him to weigh in. And he never would buy it. He never would do it. He always focused on the person. He always focused on making a difference. No matter who they were, rich, poor, young, old, Jew, Gentile, male, female, powerful or common, it didn't matter to him. Jesus pushed past all of those, remember this, filters and got to the heart of the person. Now, I have my political opinion, strong ones. Come on. I have my views, strong ones. Everybody look at me. I'll be glad to share that with you. If you really want to know, I'd be glad to meet with you privately and talk about that. I would love that. But I'm not going to do that from this pulpit. I will say this. Remember to filter your politics through the Word of God and not the Word of God 
through your politics. Don't just automatically do what you've always done. Pray about it. We're going to pray about it today, but pray about it and filter those things through the Word. What does the Word say are the, are the top issues? Does the, word, does the Word declare that the economy is the top issue? Does the Word declare that terrorism is the top issue? Just, I'm just telling you, just pray about what the Word declares and then make your decision. And we should make that decision and we should all exercise that right on Tuesday. People died. People shed their blood for us to have that choice. But today I'm more, and from this pulpit, I'm always more interested in your soul. And I'm more interested in making sure that after the election, I can still speak into your life. And that I haven't created some kind of wedge between us because of something stupid that I said from here or in my social media. I understand there's both sides of the aisle represented here. As a matter of fact, I'm celebrating the fact that we are a diverse congregation this morning. I celebrate the fact that we're a melting pot. We've got black, white, mixed, Hispanic, Asian, South African, Norwegian, Eddie. We are a great representation of our community. I'm thankful that I pastor a diverse group of people, people who don't all look the same or think the same or have the same background or experience. Can we give God praise for our church that looks a lot like heaven? Come on. Before we move on and pray today, let me say this. The greatest need in our country is not political change. It is spiritual change renewal and again I said it in our prayer time that's not going to happen in Washington it's got to start here let me back up it's got to start here and then in here and then out there so that's why we're going to pray this morning not general prayers but intentional prayers God's put five areas on my heart number one Father forgive us Father, forgive us. Dr. and Mrs. Thomason are going to lead that in just a moment. The second area is give us wisdom. Give us wisdom. Roger Keeley is going to lead that for us. The third is let your will be done. Let your will be done. Ms. Dion Houston is going to lead that. Fourthly, Lord, unify your body. Folks, if we can't get past ourselves and get past the competition of church world, we're going to go down. Come on, we've got to learn to unify, to come together as the body of Christ, whether we're Republican or Democrat, whatever it is, we've got to learn to raise the banner of Jesus Christ together to come against the power of the enemy and destroy it in Jesus' name. Unify, Lord, your body. Eddie Joyhoy, my friend, is going to lead that. Number five is revive us, O oh God. Revive us, O oh God. And the fireball is going to be out here. Rodeline Williams is going to be leading that prayer. And each person that comes up, they're going to read scripture. This is not 
sharing time, they know that. This is scripture and prayer. Scripture and prayer. Scripture and prayer. And before we begin, we're going to read 2 Chronicles seven fourteen out loud together. And what I want you to do during these prayers, this is not a spectator sport this morning. I want you to feel free that when they begin to pray, you can make an altar out of your chair. If you're able to do that, turn around and make an altar if you want to do that and pray with them. The, the point is this, you pray with them, not watch them pray. Make an altar out of your chair. If you like to walk and pray, anybody like to walk and pray? That's the kind of what I do a lot. You are free to go into the back in these areas in the back and just, just walk back and forth and pray quietly to yourself, okay? If you want to come to the altar and kneel and pray, you are welcome to do that. There's freedom in this house today to pray, to pray. I want you to stand with me. We're going to read this. Did you get the scripture up, please? We're going to read this together out loud. 2 Chronicles 7.14. Let's read it together. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Does anybody believe that? Does anybody believe that? Dr. Thomason and Lori, if you'll make your way up as they're coming, if you want to move wherever you want to go, if you want to just, you can sit back down and sit there. It's totally fine. I just want you to participate, okay? We're going to do this together. So you, you do what you feel like you want to do at this moment. If you need to move up here to the back or just right where you are, you can have be seated or whatever you would like to do. I want you to feel free to do what you feel like God is putting in your heart to do. Come lead us, please. Book of Daniel, chapter 9, beginning in verse 3. Then I set my face toward the Lord God to make request by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord my God and made confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him and with those who keep his commandments, we have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even by departing from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings and to our princes and to our fathers, all the people of the land. O Lord, righteousness belongs to you, but to us shame of face, as it is this day to the men of Judah, to the inhabitants of Jerusalem and all Israel those near and those far off in all the countries to which you have driven them because of the unfaithfulness which they have committed against you. O oh Lord, to us belongs shame of face to our kings, our princes, and our fathers because we have sinned against you. To the Lord our God belong mercy and forgiveness though we have rebelled against him. Verse 17. Now, therefore, our God, hear the prayer of your servant and his supplications. And for the Lord's sake, cause your face to shine on your sanctuary, which is desolate. 
Oh my God, incline your ear and hear. Open your eyes and see our desolations. In the city which is called by your name, for we do not present our supplications before you because of our righteous deeds, but because of your great mercies. O oh Lord, hear. O oh Lord, forgive. O oh Lord, listen and act. Do not delay for your own sake, my God, for your city and your people are called by your name. Father in heaven, we stand together and say, we repent. Father, we repent for believing that a man could make things right, that a political party could make things great again. We repent, Lord, for, for believing and, and aligning our hearts to a political party over our allegiance to the King of kings and Lord of lords. Father, we repent of judgments we've made uh, against others who, who have argued this point or that point. Father, we even repent of arguing those points. Father, we repent of, of be feeling justified for making a point and really not making a difference at all. Father, search our hearts and know our minds. Cleanse us and purify us as a church, as a nation, Father. Purify us. Father, we know that this election is merely a symptom of the sickness that exists in our nation. And Father, we repent and we pray for mercy, for mercy for this nation, Lord. We know that mercy always triumphs over judgment. Father, would you pour out mercy on our nation and draw us back to the place where we truly are a nation under God that serves you and loves you and spreads your glory and your honor and your praise. Father, forgive us for selfishness. Forgive us for those things that we have embraced instead of the things that you have called us to embrace. Let us walk with you, Lord. Father, we ask forgiveness for allowing you and your name to be taken out of this country. Father, I pray that your bride would stand up and let her voice be heard. That once again the name of Jesus would reign over this nation. And that the world would see that there is a godly country. And not one that has forsaken their God. Father, let your kingdom come and your will be done. Let your anointing flow like a river in this nation. And let it flow from your throne room to our hearts and out of our hearts to those around us in need. Let us be a people of compassion, a people of love and not judgment, a people of love and not hate, a people that would reach to the lowest of the low and see them brought into your kingdom. Let revival begin in our hearts, Father. Let it begin in our minds. Let it begin in our hearts. And let us see your kingdom come and your will be done.
In Jesus' name. Reading from Proverbs chapter 2. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commandments within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, and if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, and if you look for it as for silver, or as our day, if you look for it as money and search for it as hidden treasure. Then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He holds victory in store for the upright. He is a shield to those who walk, whose walk is blameless. For he guards the course of the just, and protects the way of his faithful ones. Then you will understand what is right and just and fair. Every good path. For wisdom will enter your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will protect you and understanding will guard you. Wisdom will save you from the ways of wicked men, from men whose words are perverse who leave the straight paths to walk in dark ways, who delight in doing wrong and rejoice in the perverseness of evil, whose paths are crooked and who are devious in their ways. Proverbs 11.14 says, Lack of guidance, a nation fails or falls. And Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalts a nation. Turning to 2 Chronicles. Many of us are familiar with 2 Chronicles 7.14. But I wanted to read what it says before that and what it says after that. When Solomon had finished the temple of the Lord and the royal palace and had succeeded in carrying out all he had in mind to do in the temple of the Lord and in his own palace, the Lord appeared to him at night and said, I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a temple for sacrifices. When I shut up the heavens so that there is no rain or command locusts to devour the land or send a plague among my people, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. Now my eyes will be open and my ears attentive to the prayers offered in this place. I have chosen and consecrated this temple so that my name may be there forever. My eyes and my heart will always be there. As for you, if you walk before me as David your father did and do all that I command and observe my decrees and laws I will establish your throne your royal throne as I covenant 
with David your father when I said, you shall never fail to have a man to rule over Israel. But if you turn away and forsake the decrees and commands I have given you and go off to serve other gods and worship them, then I will uproot Israel from my land, which I have given them, and I will reject this temple I've consecrated for my name. Think of Israel and America tied here when you're here in Israel. If I could take that liberty to just submit to you, think of America too. I will make it a byword and an object of ridicule among all peoples. And though this temple is now so imposing, all who pass by will be appalled and say, why has the Lord done such a thing to this land and to this temple? People will answer because they have forsaken the Lord, the God of their fathers who brought them out of Egypt and have embraced other gods, worshiping and serving them. That is why he brought all this disaster on them. Folks, if we're going to save America, we need to start here. And I'm going to start on my knees. Father God. Lord. We pray, God, you forgive us. For we have put other gods before you. Lord, we love you. We worship you, Jesus. Lord, you said if you look all over the whole land, if there are just 50, you'd save the land. Father, save America. Lord, we have so many in this land who love you. Church is one of them. Let us be effective, Father. Let us be your hands and your feet. Let us be you in the marketplace, Lord, sharing your love and truth and with grace. And Father, restore the joy of our salvation. Lord, we need to spend more time with you. Have our devices and we all have our things to distract us, but Father, let us get alone in our quiet time to hear from you, Father. Lord, we can't change the country if we don't even have ourselves changed. We love you, Heavenly Father, and we bless you today. Thank you for eternity with Jesus. Amen. Good morning, New Life. Reading from Psalm chapter 40, verse 8. The Bible says, I desire to do your will, my God. Your law is within my heart. Perfect and sovereign God, we delight in your authority. Perfect are your ways, perfect is your will. Please forgive us if we've ever doubted you or not trusted your will, Lord. 
But Father, our country's at a crossroad, the world's at a crossroad, and sometimes in our hearts, we're at a crossroad. No matter the outcome of this election, we're just asking for your perfect peace as we submit to the knowing there's no one like you, God. No outcome can diminish your power. We're asking for the strength to do your will, even when it doesn't make sense to us. Give us the desire to do your will when we don't like what we see. Give us a heart to do your will that comes so naturally, just like we're breathing air, Lord. God, we need your ways above our own. As we pray that it's your will that's done, we don't do so with dread. We don't do so with fear. We're not doing it out of obligation or force. We are praying for your will because your will is rooted in a love for your people and your good and perfect love. It never fails, Lord. This is the truth we cling to, God, the truth in knowing our Father would always protect us and guide us and provide for us even at times of great uncertainty, Lord. Father God, there is an ease that comes in knowing that we belong to you. It gives us the ability to understand your ways. We serve a God that has already worked this out. We serve a God that has a a great and mighty plan. These are the truths that allow us to joyfully welcome you, Lord God, as you protect our families, our country, and this world. God, we pray for a double portion of trusting you at this time. We know that as we lean into your will, you're going to give us comfort and the understanding that comes from a father's love for his children. Because, God, you extend to us hope and a future. Thank you, Lord. What an honor to embrace your will and not our own. And, God, as we proclaim your will be done, we offer this as an act of worship to you, God. You are all-knowing. You are all-powerful, Lord God. Heavenly Father, we thank you that as we submit to your will, we're going to find divine peace, Lord God. We're going to surrender our will in this upcoming election in all areas of life, God, because we're praying that you're going to grant us your perfect peace as it surpasses all understanding, God. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. from John 17, 20 to 23. This is Jesus' uh, praise for all believers. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the word may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Please join me in prayer for unity this morning. Lord, this morning I ask you to bring unity into our families, Lord. God, let all families in this church and all churches throughout this nation Stay united together, God. 
Lord, rebuke the enemy from our families and let us stand united in, in Christ the way you designed the family to be. God, this morning, please remind us that your purpose for our family is ultimately to glorify you. Let's not forget what the Bible says is in Deuteronomy 6. Love the Lord God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Please, Lord, remind us this morning that these are the commandments from you on how to lead our families in love and prayer. Jesus also remind our hearts that loving God is your greatest commandment to us. Finally, Lord, I ask that you in my family and in all families in this church and in all families in churches across the country this morning and in all families in the United States of America to please synchronize our hearts and unite our spirit. Lord, I ask that you bring unity into this church this morning and churches throughout this country and all over the world, God. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 1.10, I appeal to you, brothers and sisters, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree with one another in what to say, and there will be no division among you, but that you will be perfectly united in mind and thought. God, this shows us that 2,000 years ago, Paul knew that the churches needed to be united in order to grow and attract people to us with the ultimate goal to get them saved and added to the numbers, God. Lord, we thank you for our church family. We thank you for calling each and everyone in this building that calls New Life home to serve your kingdom through this awesome local church in Canton, Georgia. God, we thank you in advance for connecting each and every one of us to our God-given purpose under the strong leadership and clear guidance of Pastors Alan and Kathy Malloy. As a church family, God, we promise today with everyone here and with God as our witness that we will love each other as we love ourselves. As a church family, we all promise to put the armor of God on and walk in unity and love with another. If we love you, we also must love our Christian brothers and sisters. We declare to you today that we will live in harmony with each other and resist and fight division. We will be of one mind united in thought and purpose. Finally, Lord, we ask that you in this church and churches in this country and all over the world synchronize our hearts and unite our spirit. Lord, this morning I ask that you unite this nation Please, Lord, bring back the glory of the United States of America the way it was when our forefathers risked everything they had, including their own lives, to come and experience the grand America one, two, three, or ten generations ago. Make the United States the undisputed world-leading nation it once was. God, make the United States of America the strong Christian anchor it was 25 years ago when I came here as a young immigrant. This was a time when all of the world started gasping and dreaming when we saw images of New York City, Chicago, or Los Angeles on our black and white TVs. When all foreigners started dreaming when we saw images of the white beaches of Florida and images of San Francisco and the Redwood Forest. When all foreigners wanted to come here because this was the land of opportunity where all of its people stood united together as one nation under God. Lord, we know this can be only achieved through unity and with you as the anchor and focal point. Lord, we've never been more divided as a nation than we are during this election. 
Lord, we ask that your will be done. Lord, unite us and remind us what Jesus said in Matthew 12, 25. Every kingdom divided against itself will be ruined and every city or household divided against itself will not stand. Lord God, unite the people of the United States, its cities, unite our churches as well as our families, God. Unite America again and make us a strong Christian nation that will call to you for guidance and leadership qualities. No matter how hard, Lord, help us pray for our leaders and those in authority as the Bible commands us. Remind us this morning that Proverbs 21 says, 21.1 says, The king's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He directs it wherever he wants. So please join me, church, in the next few days to pray that God's will be done in this election. And please, God, for our upcoming leaders to seek you and listen to you and for you. Let us pray that they will be surrounded by godly counsel, but most important, God, that the upcoming leadership would personally know God and the salvation found through faith in Jesus Christ alone. Lord, we ask that as a nation, you synchronize our hearts and unite our spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Would you sing this and just believe it? And know it's true. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good. Let me hear you sing that. Sing it out. a prayer. Sing it to him. And you answer. How many believe that what we're doing counts this morning? Isn't God great? Isn't God wonderful? I am Rodeline, and it's such an honor to pray and join hands with you. We cannot have a revival without true repentance. And before we pray, let's read with me in Hosea chapter 6, verse 1 to 3. He said, Come and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. 
After two days, he will revive, he will revive us. On the third day, he will raise us up, that we may live in his sight. Further down in that chapter, in Hosea chapter 6, God said, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. I want the knowledge of God from you and not burnt offering. He was asking for true repentance. Church, we cannot be renewed if we do not have true repentance. But thank God for Jesus Christ. I want everybody to, come, to stand up and give him a shout of praise. He was wounded for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. The chastisement of peace was upon him. But by his stripes, we are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Stand up and thank God with me. As he allows us to enter and come into the throne of grace this morning. And ask for a new spirit within the people of America. The people of the Caribbean. The people of Africa. The people all over the world. Come and come. Come and join me before the throne of grace this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We thank you that we have allowed your son to come and offer himself as a sacrifice. Hallelujah. Thank you for letting me now come straight before the throne of grace with your people. As I pray, don't let me pray by myself. We need to repent from everything that we have been doing wrong. We need to repent. Oh, Lord, we repent from idolizing celebrities, from thinking about one man and one woman, whether the spirit of Jezebel is in a man or in a woman. Man, Lord God, we need to cast it out. We need to cast it out and love the man. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. Give us a new spirit. Stir in our heart a new love. Let us fall back in love with the Lord of Lord. Hallelujah. Church of God, today is the day to be awakened. Jesus has done everything in the cross. He has provided for us everything. All we have to do is stand strong and believe in the power of his blood. And cast out of the spirit of depression. Cast out all the spirit of prostitution. Cast out all the spirit that have held us back together. Tonight, we are in this moment, in this moment today, for us to be free from all those bondages. Hallelujah. By his stripes we are healed. Claim your healing. Claim your healing in this moment. Claim to be healthy spiritually in this moment. You're looking at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. But stand up for the word of God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We ask you for healing. We ask you for your blessing. Renew a right spirit within us. Hallelujah. Psalm 51 verse 10. David said, give me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. We cannot have a right spirit without the Holy Spirit of God. We cannot have a right spirit without being filled of the presence of God. I release the supernatural power of revival and awakened spirit right now your people hallelujah I declare and decree Isaiah 11 verse 2 on your people let the spirit of the Lord rest upon you wisdom and understanding the spirit of might and counsel the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. Be filled with the presence of God. Love God with all your heart, people. Get up and rise up. You have all the dresses. You have all the clothes. You are being clothed. 
from Jesus Christ. Just get up and rise and pray with strength by the power of the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Lord, for your presence. We thank you for your glory. Let your weight or the weight of your glory fall upon your people this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah. Let the weight of your glory fall upon us, Father God. Oh, fill us with your Holy Spirit. So when we speak with each other, we will speak out of love, not out of division. Not because I love one man. Not because I love one woman, but because we love you and we love each other as you commanded us. Let us submit to one each other and honor one each other. If we do not love each other, what are we telling the world? Lord, thank you. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your power, Lord. May the peace of God be with you. And if you are not revived, if you don't feel like you can get up, when the altar call is made, please come forth. If you are not a church, if you are not in church and you do not know God, please, I beg you. I beg you. My heart is for us, all of us, people of God, to be revived and to be passionate, to have a hunger and a thirst for God and a thirst to move forward. We cannot do church as usual, but we want to be able to go in the next level with the, with the Lord Almighty God. Please, we thirst for you. Hallelujah. We thirst for you. And we thank you, Lord. I thank you for all the blessings. I thank you for all the miracle that you have done right here this moment. In Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us become more sensitive to where you want us to go, to what you want us to do, to what you, what you want us to say. Not just in here, Lord, but where we work, where we go to school, the people we hang out with, Give us boldness, Lord. Lord, you fill us with your Holy Spirit, not so that we can have just great services, but so that, God, we can be witnesses in all the earth, in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria, and to the uttermost parts of the world. God, renew us. Renew us. Come on, church, help me. Renew us. Renew us, Holy Spirit. You are welcome here. Come flood our lives. Come flood our families. Come flood our broken marriages. Grip the hearts of our young people who are trying to run from you, turn from you. Grip the hearts, Father, of our college students who are hearing stuff in school that's trying to turn them away from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Father, let them hear your Holy Spirit louder than the voice that they hear in those classrooms, Lord. Let them hear your Holy Spirit louder than the opposing voice. Let us hear your Holy Spirit louder than the voice of this world, the prince of the principality of the air. Let us hear your voice louder. Let your Holy Spirit reign in our life. Father, Tuesday, we pray that your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. 
But ultimately, we know that you are still sovereign. You are God and you have a plan and we trust you. We trust you. We trust you. Come on, somebody tell him, we trust you, Lord. We trust you, Jesus. Please heal our land. Please heal our land. Father, as things possibly begin to unfold and and, and begin to unravel, if, if that's your plan, God, give us boldness and courage to stand up. Give us courage and boldness to stand on your word, even to the point that we would give our lives for the gospel, as so many are doing right now around the world. Let us have that kind of faith. Let us have that kind of relationship with you. Let us have that kind of heart for the gospel. Jesus, Jesus, renew us. Renew us. Renew us. Renew us. Andrew, would you put the Lord's Prayer up, please? I want us to say this out loud as our final prayer together. Can we do that? Just say this out loud with me. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen come on you believe that